This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. We are going to talk about the top trends that you need to know, that you need to stay on top of the game. And we know the media landscape is constantly shifting. PR pros have to keep their finger on the pulse so that we can keep up. And that's what I'm here to help you with. So what we have done is a lot of research checked a bunch of different upcoming sort of uh, trends that have been announced by other platforms and pulled them all together in the ones that we felt are the most meaningful, impactful, game-changing that we want our community to stay up to date with. And we want to continue to deliver consistent, impressive results. So when you're growing and scaling your agency, your clients stick around because anyone who's in our agency accelerator program, you know that the platform that we share is strategy, sales, service, scale. Those are the four pillars to growing a profitable agency with consistent, predictable, recurring retainer revenue. We want a solid foundation of clients that are happy with the results that we get, um, leveraging those results to bring in bigger clients. That's where case studies and testimonials really come into play and serve as a magnet for you to attract your ideal clients. That's why we love niching down. So like it's an entire system. It all works together. And part of creating those results that clients love are by consistently staying on top of the game. And if you're always playing catch up, you're not going to be seen as somebody who's really in the know. Part of our job and our role as a service provider is to steer our clients in the right direction, both with the strategy that we're sharing with them for PR and our holistic approach to marketing and media that aligns with their goals and their objectives. So you can make recommendations, you can figure out what has the biggest impact towards achieving your client's goals. And in order to do that, we really do have to stay on top of what's out of date, what's no longer working, what is kind of up and coming so we can have it on our radar, kind of keep an eye on it. And when the time is right, guide our clients into that direction. And then also what is hot right now? I mean, you don't want to get on a call with a client and they're like, have you heard of this AI? And you're like, I don't know. I think I've like heard people talk. Is that chat GPT? They're going to move on. They're going to think you're, um, I, I have this picture in my mind from a client who was very mean to me. And she said to me that I was like a tumbleweed in the corner spinning around collecting dust. Um, her way of saying you're irrelevant. We don't want you to be that tumbleweed spinning in the corner collecting dust. I don't want to be the tumbleweed. <laughs> Let's not be tumbleweeds together. So we're going to dive into the 11 key trends for 2024. So the first one is that AI. It's a must. And we do recommend it, but only when you are using it ethically. So it's already had some negative effects on the media landscape. 
um, you know, unfortunately it is not going anywhere. And a lot of our writer friends, um, this is the reason for the writer strike. They are feeling the impact of a lot of different things, but AI being one of them, they're trying to look to the future to create a contract that lives on for a long time. So they're thinking through streaming, AI, all of the changes that are impacting their profession, their ability to earn a livelihood. So um, as PR pros, it has come up to, we want to leverage this tech ethically and responsibly, meaning do not take what you get and just present it to a client, pitch it to an editor. It's pulling from everything on the internet, which means you could be using probably you are using some plagiarized content. Um, you have to heavily edit it before it makes its way to clients or in your pitches. You know, AI, what we feel is not going anywhere is AI, it's robots. Programs that are running AI, it's like computers, robots. They don't have niche expertise, emotions, industry skills, um, life experience, storytelling ability, and the emotional intelligence that we have. So we feel AI is not going to replace you, but you can leverage AI and you should to um, use as a tool to improve your agency, your skills, save you an immense amount of time. And I will say, when we were putting the trend report together, it became very clear that agencies and PR pros who are not going to be leveraging the power of AI and getting in early and using it effectively, they will be at a disadvantage. Um, clients are going to want to work with agencies that are using it to save them time as well and using it to get an advantage. So edit it, use it um, ethically, but check into it. So number one trend, AI. Number two, data-driven storytelling. One of the biggest PR trends of 2024. We know PR is all about striking a chord with your audiences, but next year, media players are looking for data. They want cold, hard data. Stats, um, trend data, anything relevant to your contacts, uh, your media contacts, your niche, that audience is really powerful. It's going to make your pitches more powerful, timely, relevant. Um, there's a couple ways to go about this. It's looking at studies that have already been done, any kind of major niche studies. Maybe your um, client has leveraged their own study. Um, we have had clients, we have a client right now that happens to be the only FDA cleared LED face mask to say that it absolutely reduces wrinkles and signs of aging, crow's feet. They have studies that prove it. We're able to leverage that. Um, and they've also recently done their own research on another product that they have. Um, anything that's in the news that comes out as a niche study that maybe is just starting to bubble to the surface or hasn't really gotten a lot of media attention, use that as a foundation for a solid pitch. You know, the most important thing is building a story from the data. You can't just throw a bunch of numbers at your media contacts and call it a day. You have to convert that into an idea that makes a compelling story that you then weave your client into. But data 
data-driven storytelling is going to be a big, big trend in 2024. Keep your eyes on your industries, see what studies are being released, and figure out how to leverage that into a compelling story. The third trend is we as PR pros, we're not SEO agencies. I always thought we are not an SEO agency. I'm not going to get you anchor text and, you know, uh, active links and high quality links. Like that comes as a result of our efforts, but we do need to get comfortable leveraging SEO. And this is what I mean by that. SEO-driven pitches are going to be a major part of data-driven storytelling next year. And when you leverage SEO in your pitches, there's a lot of benefits to the publication. But when you find a key term that's related to your client that has high search volume, but low search difficulty, that's an SEO term, or low search results, then you're finding an opportunity. There's a gap. And that search term could be a gold mine, especially if you have product links for affiliates, right? We talked about affiliates as last year's major trend, not going anywhere. And so what are people looking for? You want a sweet spot of like 50 to 100,000 searches a month. And then what results are coming back? Are your clients competitors? Is there a gap where there's not a lot of stuff that's being returned? That's where you find that sweet spot. Let editors know that they could take over the space and, or at least rank. That's what they want is to rank. And then when they rank and people are searching and they come on an affiliate link, they get revenue. That's the whole point of it. They want eyeballs on the page for ad revenue and they want click-throughs to purchase for affiliate revenue. It's all about how you can help your editor, friends, your freelancers, journalists generate traffic, which converts to revenue for their publication. So having an SEO mindset, when you do this, do not pitch every editor in the book the same idea because now they're all writing about it and now nobody's getting that benefit. But when you have a close contact and you're like, hey, I have a little kind of insight thing for you. We see a ton of people searching for this keyword, but not a lot coming up and our clients' products are really good fit, that's an opportunity. And we think that that is a big trend that we have to pay attention to in the new year. Um, and even now, so just check into that. Um, number four is, I've been saying this a long time, but it is authenticity, like a true commitment to DE&I so that you can win audience support, value-based storytelling and socially conscious content. For years, that has resonated with audiences. But at this point in 2024, it's not about what you say. It's about what you do. It's all about commitment. It's all about your actions, looking at what people are doing versus what people are saying. That's how you see somebody's commitment to something. So I think the days of performative allyship that's gone. You have to do, take the actions you say you're going to do. So we know our audiences want to support brands that truly walk the walk when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it goes far beyond a few campaigns, some, you know, mixed race in your social media. Consumers want to see 
that, and they're voting with their dollars by buying your clients' products and liking their page and, you know, interacting with them online, they want to see that it is implemented at every level of a brand's business from their C-suite down to their entry-level employees. And, you know, they want to see that these brands are actually doing what they say they're going to do and it is a core value to them. So if you can recommend to your clients or have them keep you informed of the internal efforts they're making, you can share five is we have to bring back credibility, accuracy, fact-checking, not sacrificing speed, you know, accuracy for speed and not sacrificing quality for volume. So we want accuracy and credibility. And that's more important than ever in the new year because there's been a lot of clickbait, fake news, um, misinformation, um, and publications maintaining their reputations by publishing factually accurate stories is a big deal in the new year. So they want to deliver accurate information for their readers 100% of the time. And that's why AI is a little bit dicey because you don't know, um, is it pulling some factually inaccurate source? That's why we have to check. But as a PR pro, it's our job to make sure pitches are free of errors before we send them out and um, double checking, you know, price points, availability, launch dates, ingredients, if it's a, you know, physical product, all of that, because we're not seeing a ton of fact checking after the fact. When you do thorough research and you carefully fact check, now you know your pitch is factually accurate. So when it gets picked up, it's going to run. Your media contacts will be your best friends. So keep that in mind. You know, you want to only be sharing things that are verifiable. Number six, and this has gotten really big this year. It's about Substack. And we love Substack as a way to connect with journalists. So this is the new hot hang. If you haven't heard of it yet, Substack is essentially an email marketing platform that journalists and other people, but we love it for making connections with journalists, they're using it to write newsletters and share their work and their insight with their readers. Um, As a PR pro, you may not have your own Substack, but you can use it to strengthen your relationships with your existing connections. So when you can reference a personal story that a journalist shared in their Substack, it shows you're engaged, it shows you're a supportive media partner, editors will often put call outs for last minute pitches, looking for experts, looking for products. So we love it for that. Um, There is a lot of really good content that is is beyond the like, you know, paywall. So they're giving insight into what's happening in the media, what's important to them, what's happening in the affiliate world, what's happening with journalists and layoffs, how you as a PR pro can interact there. Inside of the pitch lab, we have a lot of content around Substack. As you develop those media relationships, you can land sometimes even newsletter exclusive features to get your client in front of targeted engaged audiences, 
and um, also get that insight and then make those relationships. They're talking about their travels and when they're sick and what their kids are up to. That's gold in connecting and making those solid relationships, which is what we really drive home inside of the pitch lab. It's all about relationships. And AI is not going to make relationships for you. So it's still about that personal connection. Number seven is, this is... (laughs) This is, goes without saying, it's all about providing value. You need to consistently provide value to your media contacts in 2024. And you already know that you have to be a valuable resource to your media contacts. But in the, now more than ever, our focus is making our media contacts' lives easier at every turn. So every pitch, again, has to be accurate, timely, completely personalized, so that they know that it is just for them and their publication and make sure all of the necessary information that you want them to consider is in your pitch. That is including um, any multimedia, if there's a video that supports or images, additional documents, any in-house expert details. That's a great strategy we've been using um, successfully, leveraging in-house experts like dermatologists for a skincare device or skincare um, products, a bra- a breastfeeding lactation consultant for a breast pump or a, a board certified doula talking about postpartum concerns for that same company. We have a sleep consultant that is also certified for a baby monitor company. Tons of press getting uh, that strategy out there. So keep in mind that when you offer experts you are providing value to your contacts. And we know moving forward again with these layoffs, you have to think about where they are in their mindset, in their career, their need to generate content. Journalists are working with shorter and shorter timelines. So the more ahead of a launch you have to send a pitch, the better so they can plan for it. We used to think of short leads, like online versions, as, you know, a couple days, a couple weeks. But we're hearing from our contacts that they're going back to a bit of a longer timeline so they can schedule out their content rollout and really think through the revenue opportunities. And so the lead time is getting a little bit longer. And we want to show our client, our media partners that we are collaborative. It's a true partnership. You're there for them. You want to be as much of a valuable resource as possible. So you want to show them empathy, understanding. That's the key to really strengthening your relationship with this crazy media landscape. You know, offer yourself as an expert in your niche. Um, offer your clients, the founders of the company, if they have qualifications or experience to share. You don't just want to be reaching out when you need something. Like, I'm here because I need something from you. Your goal is developing a long-term working partnership that will benefit, you know, your media contact, benefit you, benefit your clients. This is why niching down really helps because you're forming these deep relationships with contacts that will be able to support your business and you can support them on a long-term basis. So that's a big one. Continue to provide value. Just think about how you're saving someone time, making them, uh, making their jobs easier. Number eight, 
we're moving away from Twitter. Twitter's a hot mess. People are moving away from it, you know, near constant issues with this platform. And what we are seeing, and I think this is good for us, are key players in the media space really jumping ship and switching over to LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. So in 2024, journalists, media contacts are turning to LinkedIn and threads, um, although that immediate like blow up has really died down. But journalists are still on there sharing content. Good way to engage on a new platform. You might get someone's attention that you might not have already gotten um, connected with. But they are promoting their work and sharing their content with like-minded communities, primarily on LinkedIn. And so we're seeing that as a big shift. It's a great way to make connections. And also businesses are shifting their focus away from Twitter and consumers are moving away from that in favor of short video platforms like TikTok, Instagram Reels. But LinkedIn Do not sleep on LinkedIn as a way to grow your business and to make real connections and find contacts. Our community is finding tons and tons of contacts on LinkedIn. And when journalists are sharing their content there, engage with it. Engage with it right away because the algorithm favors content that gets engagement really fast. We actually had a whole LinkedIn training um, from... uh, Helena Baker inside of our programs. She was amazing. She talked so fast and had so much information, but we learned a ton about how to leverage the platform. And now that we all agree, Twitter's dead, move over to these other platforms, recommend your clients do the same and make real connections. That's happening. Uh, Number nine is showing clients the true value of PR with data. Um, Explaining the value of PR to clients. It's always a little rough. It's, it's that ROI that they're like, you know, I need metrics and data to sink my teeth into. And a lot of us, we still do. I mean, there's a lot of what we do that's intangible. So it's challenging, but this is going to come up even more in 2024 where clients are wanting clear, measurable data that will demonstrate our success. They want to see how the results of your hard work and their financial investment, their budgets are going to pay off for them. And it's sometimes hard for numbers-driven people to wrap their heads around the social and emotional impact of PR without stats. And so this is where working with them to develop KPIs, I don't want you to develop a KPI around sales, because that's not really what we're responsible for. Although if you are leveraging uh, affiliate links and you can attribute it back to sales, if you're able to show an increase in those links being used, Um, You can get into their Google Analytics. A lot of clients will allow you into their backend analytics to pull things for your reports. Just agree on it with them. This will help all of you get on the same page and establish expectations so that you know when you are successful and the client will be able to know that the campaign you worked on, the efforts you made, the results that you achieved had a meaningful impact. 
So when you are aligned with what those KPIs are, what sort of measurable data is going to link back to show the value of the work that you've done, that is what is going to be uh, important in the new year. And we want to show that your clients, we want to show clients that they can draw a clear line between the efforts you're making and the upward trends in their data. So if you're able to see an increase or, you know, coming from links that you shared, that's data that's, in, that's empowering to show the value of what you've done. All of that is data that you can point to that correlates to upward trends. And that's going to give us job stability or like clients that stick around, which is what we always want. That's the service pillar inside of the agency accelerator, just keeping clients in the door, adding new services and charging more, you know, so that we, we do that all the time. It's the best. It's the best because you don't have to go look for new clients. They already love you. They already know working with you is great. And now you're taking their goals and objectives and saying, here's another piece of the puzzle we'd love to provide to you. And this is what it would look like. And this is how much more it would cost. It's just a little bit of a bump. And number 10 is about honesty, authenticity. Um, this goes back to a couple of the other points that we made, but a little bit different. So we know that today's consumers can spot fake superficial content from miles away. And the best way to establish trust with your audience, your client's audience, is displaying authenticity and honesty at every level. Clients should have defined brand values. This is really important. And that can be at the center of your overarching PR strategy. You know, does your client have core values? Do you have core values? This is something that we work on in the agency accelerator. You know, you want to make sure everyone on the client's team sticks to and aligns and takes actions consistent with their values because contradictory statements from brand spokespeople, um, actions that don't align with what they state as their corporate values and put out there as their core values, that will make trust vanish like that because they're watching and they're voting with their dollars and they'll say, well, it's not, you know, you say you're all about this, but then you did that. You know, it's like, forget you, we're, we're done with you. This is why like brands get canceled. Um, we don't, we don't want to like go and play into that cancel culture at all. We want it to be genuinely authentic. We don't want clients to act from a place of fear because you can't please everybody, but it's your core people, their core client or customers. If they have values that are stated and their actions align with that, they're being authentic, their customers, which are the ones that matter, will be there for them. You know, you want to make sure that their values align with their actions so that they're authentic. You want relatability. That is huge with audiences. Brand founders should feel accessible, open, um, as much as influencers, right? Like you want the brand founders to be genuine to who they are. And they're like, this is why we love Sarah Blakely, right? The founder of Spanx who sold her company for a billion plus dollars. 
because when you follow her on social media, she's exactly the same as she was before she became a billionaire, before Spanx was featured on Oprah. She's exactly the same. You know, um, she's goofy. She's funny. That's why we love her because she's been accessible. She's been open. There's so many people like that. But when you have the founder like on a pedestal and everything is perfect, it's not relatable. Now we're shifting away. This translates into social away from overly produced content. Like we want organic short form videos over highly produced content. That's more authentic. It's more relatable. You can connect with it better. Um, podcast interviews, giving the audience an unfiltered look inside of the brand, inside of the founder's journey, their lessons, their you know, trials and tribulations, what have they learned? How can you learn from them? That is going to help the audience connect and your story will resonate with them. Your brand will be endearing to them. And that's what we want. And that's what I want you all to be as well. You know, be yourself, tell your clients to let their customers in on the behind the scenes of the company, the people on the team, share their backstories Share their favorite, like, what did they wear that day? I've seen this really cute design firm. We'll have all their employees walk in in their outfits. It's so cute, you know, um, just getting that. Or, like, two of them will come in and, like, look at each other like they're wearing basically the same thing. It's very cute, and people feel a connection there. So relatability is huge. Um, podcasts are a great way to share personality, which we love. The last one. Uh, so this is 11. We know that it's all about this trend towards short, sweet content, video content being short and sweet, text-based content. So we want to look to social media to find these little snappy, short, and sweet stories, um, any kind of burgeoning trends, tiny little nuggets that you can build into something that will be a really stellar, timely pitch. Um and journalists are also scouring social media and have stories um, that they're you know, interested in because they're timely and exciting and new. And you can sort of jump on that first. Like we see social media, uh, like TikTok trends, um, and then we see those like move into actual PR uh, articles, earned media around that trend. Like keep up on that. Look for those little short, sweet stories and pay attention to these platforms for growing your business too. So that just is like a quickie, but we have so much more that we dove into. Those are the trends that we shared um, and there's more info in there. So grab our brand new 2024 PR trends report. Um, we love putting these together. We work really hard on them. We scour a ton of sources. We leverage our own experience. We lever leverage our community's experience. The amount of insight we get from our members sharing with us what they're noticing, what's working for them is invaluable. And we try to boil it down and put it all into one place. Um, and we love uh, bringing that to you. So our 2024 PR Trends Report is out now. Get it while it's hot. So uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for letting me come and share what I love with all of you. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, 
you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.